Welcome back to Be Broker with Review Shua Gerzi and today's topic is another personal favorite. Yes, you for sure should enjoy your job, have a good time. And you know, Gerzi, this is, we've had so many conversations about it. And you know, often when I'm speaking on the phone, sometimes people will call me about trying to, maybe we're gonna meet up, maybe we'll talk about career path. Sometimes I tell you know people that are young, 17, 18, 19, 20 year olds, I say, listen, Ultimately, it's up to you, but I don't want you to become one of those people who are 45 and end up walking into my office and they're like, oh, I just hate what I do. And you know from meetings with people, this is something which unfortunately happens to so many people because they have this misunderstanding about what is work actually meant to feel like. I hear you. I hear you. And yes, it's, um, I, I think when people are faced with somebody telling them that enjoyment at work is a terror value, they're shocked. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we should enjoy the work that we do. Now, I think there's this union of practicality of understanding human nature. For some people, they can do things they are not so keen on. So there's a job, they may not be so keen on it, but they'll do it because it brings in money and they can support their family and, and, then there's, you know, people who hate their job. So, I mean, we run our lives from and through the Torah. So does it say anywhere we have to hate our job? What about loving? I know we have this idea of Avasa Torah, and we have the idea of, you know, Avasa, Avasa Shem. What about Avas Malacha? We have such it, an idea. It's, so the Indian of, I mean, we've gone through the Makurs. The Indian <laughs> of Avas Malacha is there if you know how to read it because it's taken for granted. Right. On a certain respect, it's taken for granted. But I think there needs to be a practicality. There needs to be a practicality that we can't necessarily... I mean, I, let me give you an example. For me, if you told me to do something I don't enjoy, it's only a short amount of time before I lob myself off the closest <laughs> cliff. I, I find it very difficult. And, <clears throat> you know, from from the perspective of of that... My guidance by the Biala Rebbe or from the Biala Rebbe was to do something I enjoy. It was to do bedafka something I enjoy. And I think, I think, yeah, it's very, very important, but it's important to be practical as well. You can't like turn around and say, oh, I want to do this. And it's completely, you know, completely foreign, it's too big. Maybe, maybe that is a question, but there is a practicality of enjoying work. And there's a practicality of coming sometimes to do things in life that isn't, the spits of what you want to do but again through we spoke about this through having a hopefully a thought out career <coughs> and through moving towards something bigger hopefully you could find something you enjoy but that enjoyment i think is very very important yes yeah i think when you were speaking it reminds me i in the base <coughs> metrics program i think i opened up with this i think i opened up with this when we started months ago with the story about that uh a few years back you know i had gone out to a conference to speak about connecting to our ruchnias mm. through our jobs. Mm. And I was really excited. You know, it was a speaking to a firm crowd, speaking to a firm crowd, you know, who were trying, who came on the Shabbaton because they were trying to become inspired in different aspects of their lives and relationships. You know, and I went out there, you know, fully loaded, you know, fully loaded with presentation, Marma Komos, and got up there and, you know, put up on screen, you know, this teaching which we've spoken about so many times, we've gone through in depth and Baruch Hashem is the opportunity, but I think both of us to be able to daven by his kever of Shemaya, right? It says, I have a similacha, love, love work, love your job. And there I was speaking about mar makom after mar makom, right? A lot of these mar makomas, we've gone into depth in the base medrash about how we find that yes, there is a Torah ideal. 
and the Torah does want us to enjoy what we're doing at work. I mean, we spend so much of our time at work. Yeah, I mean, the studies show, you know, so many hours. I think it's a bit depressing when I see, like, they, they try to show, like, how many hours in a life you're actually going to spend by an office. It's scary. We spend so much time there. But I'll tell you what happened was, and this is the reason why I actually shifted my approach in teaching, was that after this, at least I thought it was an inspirational talk. I mean, you guys could let me know. You could check it up online. But after this... Uh, inspirational talk this woman came over to me and she said look I'll be honest with you it's tremendously powerful and I never heard of my this is a woman who is you know in her 40s this you know businesswoman um no she had actually worked in computers she had been working in computers but she's in her 40s a firm woman and she said I'll tell you I've never mm-hmm. seen these ideas my whole entire life but after being in your class I now have this question because I'll tell you the truth when I was young you know I, I was fascinated you know by going into Actually, you're right. She was working in business, but she was fascinated by computers. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. She said, I was always fascinated by computers. But, you know, at that point in my life where I had to make a decision of what to study, it wasn't so practical for me. So I ended up taking this job, you know, after seminary. And I worked in this That's office. Funny. And I worked in this office. And I did it, you know. And then I started, got married and started having kids. And I'll be honest, I didn't love my job. And it's not what I love doing. So are you telling me, Rabbi Broker, that I totally messed up? <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized after I helped her understand the full picture that I, I had to, in my approach, we had to explain both sides of the coin. And both sides, of, both sides of the coin is on one hand, like we've said, and as we yell and scream over here in Pilsner, love your work, right? Don't think it's a mitzvah. It's not us, it's the Torah. Yes. It's not okay. us, it's yes. the Torah that tells 100%. us. hundred percent. It's the Torah. With the, Baruch Hashem, we have the opportunity to be able to share this idea, which for many people is unfamiliar, very foreign. Very foreign. Very, very foreign. But at the same time, as you said, um, practicality and what's beautiful and this is really when we when we did the base metrics program where we started off from was starting from the most basics is that we find right we find that the Torah relates to this the fascinating story one of my favorite stories of Rav and Rav Kahana right Rav and Rav Kahana having this conversation where Rav tells this close Talmud Rav Kahana right he was a close Talmud of his he says listen listen you're having a hard time financially so what I want you to do is I want you to go open up shop, you know, in the marketplaces, you know, and start skinning carcasses. Now, yeah. Rav Kahana was Sadiq Oilam, he was Tamil Chacham. You can imagine, you know, going, you know, into, you know, going to the marketplace, you know, and, and walking the streets of New York City, you know, or Machane Yehuda and seeing like Gadol Hador, you know, Gadol Hador sitting over there skinning carcasses. You'd be like, oh my gosh, what a Chilal Hashem. And there Rav tells Rav Kahana, no, go do it. Now go do it. Now, why did Rav tell Rav Kahana to do it? Rav himself, right? This is the beauty. Rav himself is the one that teaches us the importance of working in something which you like doing. And here is Rav telling Rav Kahana, go do something which is totally a misfit. And the idea is because we need to be practical. I I love that Chazal because it just shows the opposite. It just shows that, yes, you have to enjoy what you do. And there is this practical side. It is a tension. I think it is a tension. Can I share a Balshemtiv? Yeah. Balshemtiv speaks about this Nakuda that when you are involved in a Parnassa, when you're involved in a job that you enjoy, it's Mamash Ruchnius. It's Mamash Ruchnius, it's Devekus. We have so many Maima Chazal. One Maima Chazal that I love is the Kobbler. One of the one of our sages, he was a Kobbler, and when he would be tying and fixing up and sewing up a shoe he would be 
And this is something so powerful that here you have a person who's a cobbler. Why it relates to me is my, my grandfather was a cobbler. Um, he did a number of things. He was like a, a super genius in many different fields. He is a dogma. I think I mentioned to you a number of weeks ago. He was a dogma where he didn't just have one job. He had several jobs. Right. My father as well, several jobs. Myself, several jobs. Because that's how I can express. And through that expression, enjoy. I love what I do. I love it. And it makes it so much more powerful when you love what you do. It's mamash ruchnius. It's like I, I, I'm yachad, I'm b'deveikas with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, emunah, frameworks of thinking, bitachon, I feel good. And that deveikas is coming, feel good. the deveikas is coming from the enjoyment. Yeah. Specifically from the enjoyment. Yes, I'm like, Hashem is Baruch Hu, mamish, you're geshmak. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're geshmak. Listen, I recognize, and I think it, it's, th- th- so what does the Baal Shem Tov say? Baal Shem Tov says that when we work, when we're Isaac in a job that we enjoy, when Mamash, it's Ruchnis, when we're picking up Nitzayis' Kedusha. We mentioned this, I think, last week. We're picking up Nitzayis' Kedusha. When you have a job that you enjoy, you're Mamash healing the world. You're healing the world. I tell you, sometimes it's true to say that you have to make that choice. Sometimes it's true to say that you have to make that choice. I remember there was somebody in our base of Medrash, and he was an accountant. He was an accountant. And he liked it? And it was okay. <laughs> oh boy. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> and Tachlis, he had a law degree. Okay. And he never did law because, like you said, he came out of yeshiva, he got married, he had a degree in accountancy and, and, and law as well, but he found a job in accountancy. So he just went with and what he became, was it? And he built himself up, built himself up, built himself up. But when he was in his, I think, 40s, he realized Tachlis, it's okay. It's okay. It just wasn't, he but wasn't, it wasn't really happy. Like for the hours I'm spending at work here, it's okay. And I remember we gave a shir. We spoke about Parnassah. We're giving a, a, a shir in the base of Medrash. And we spoke about this Indian. We learned the Baal Shem Tov inside. And he said to me, with all seriousness, if you are telling me this side, I have to reconsider how I evaluate how I'm looking and hearing and experiencing my work because I'm not fulfilled. It's good, I'm making good money, but I'm not fulfilled. And Tachlis, you know what he did? He made a massive step. Spoke to his wife, spoke to his family, spoke to his mashbiim, spoke to me, we sat, and he actually went into law. And there was a specific form of law that he always enjoyed. Now, when he went into law, it's a lesser amount each year but it's still enough to live and Tachlis he's he's alive his wow. learning is better his Shalom bias is better his Chinuch is better and yes this is a big step now there is the other side where sometimes you can't do that you're not that's not available so that needs you need to figure out how can you make it more enjoyable you have a great story about that. Can I tell over the yeah, story? Yeah, Which yeah. one? The parking lot story. Yeah, the parking okay. lot one. I've told that to so many people I've so met with. The parking lot story is Mamaji Shmak, there's a Yid. And he went to, he had to find a job. And um, he went to work in, was it the Mets car park? It was the Mets. It was the Mets. It was a, yeah, for some people it, that's good, for some people that's bad, but we'll just tell the truth. <laughs> he it was, was the Mets. He, he didn't work, he <laughs> wasn't one of the Mets players. Okay. What did he do? He was a conductor. He was a, a parking attendant. Parking, parking attendant. attendant. 
and he came and spoke to me and I said well what's your job I said like Geschmack you got a job he goes oh, it's not it's a bit of a busha <laughs> I said it's a bit of a busha why what do you do he says when the cars come in I tell them where to go you go here you go there <laughs> da, 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 da. and as he was doing this and this and that uh, my mind already was ticking so he says to me he says yeah but I don't feel good I said could you ever imagine could you ever entertain maybe the following idea could you spice up can you make more exciting your job and he looks at me and he goes I'm a car park attendant <laughs> how, how am I gonna make it more exciting I said are you ready for this put on a red nose do a little dance and Tachlis he looks at me and he says your mamash he says I'm, I'm now I'm gonna say something a little bit disrespectful your mamash nuts but it's, 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 it's maybe it's a brilliant idea he went back to America, and I'm in touch with him, and he put on a red nose. He then put on a uh, a clown, not a clown, a wig, like a, but a wig, and he starts, you go over there, and you go <laughs> over there. Tachlis, his people started to give him $100 tips. Wow. Probably, $100 probably tips. more money than what he was making. Yeah, <laughs> people were giving him tips. And I think this is such a big yisod, because if you can't necessarily be in a job that you love, at least turn what's going on in your life into a lechatchila to the best of your ability and we call this in our community Rabbi Singh would say turn a nasiya turn a nisayon into a nasiya turn a bedieved into a lechatchila turn a frustration into a fascination wow. have yeah. the ability to take where you are bang upgrade it and, and what happened is he told me this job now became a more desirable job Really, it became a different experience for yeah. him just because of that. It's funny you mentioned the Kharkhila because you know, in, the, in the base measures program we've joked around how, you know, as Yidin, you know, we like to be the Kharkhila people. And for some people, you know, we like to do Mahadrin when it comes to our Hanukkah Mineros, the Mahadrin when it comes to our Kashvis. And for some people, there might be this idea of we're very Mahadrin when it comes to the idea that we're going to hate work, you know, because after all, it says in the Torah, it's, it's, it's a curse. So yeah. if it's a curse, so then we should hate it. And, and it's funny because, you know, obviously we. We really unpackaged this, you know, on, on a very, you know, in a very comprehensive way. That this is a big misunderstanding. Now, some people may think that, yeah, maybe I am being lechachila. You know, I, I can enjoy dafa gemara. You know, enjoy when I spend time with my kids. You know, but if I'm at work and I'm stressed, like harizem meshubach, harizem meshubach. The more stressed I am at work, you know. Can, can I share another balshemtiv? Yeah, sure. It's okay. Please heal us because you, you know I know this. You give me permission, this nakuda of curse. So just because it says it's a curse, do we actually have to live as if it's a curse? You, you hear the question? And plus, it's interesting to note, because as we leave Gan Eden in the third parak of Bereshis, we're told that it should be shlichus, a new shlichus. Yeah? It should be a new shlichus. And now what's gone on? It's tachlis, is that the world was functioning a, sort, a certain way. The world was functioning a sort of certain way. Adam Marishon involved himself in the Kabbalistically technical word. I'm going to use a word. I hope you understand it. It's very, very, this is the Kabbalistic uh, terminology. Not everyone understands it. Tree-eating boo-boo experience. So Adam Marishon was involved in the tree-eating boo-boo experience. Now what happens, the world functions differently. The world is not functioning the way it was functioning before. So what that means is that now we have to function differently. We were in an ideal 
Now there was a shvira. As we know, the word shabur, shvira in Hebrew means as well to birth, to bring Mashbe, something new right. into the world. So now, as the Chumash says, yes, there's this union of curse, which now means that I have to work differently in the way I'm relating to work, in the way I'm relating to creating food and income. And it's a shlichus. It says beferosh in the in the pasuk vishlacheni. It's a shlichus. I'm sending you on shlichus out of this garden, and now rebuild the world. Yes, it's a cursed state, but still turn the lechatchila, the the bedieved into a lechatchila. Turn the nisayon into a nasiya. Turn this cursed state into the most wild, enjoyable journey. There's a beautiful chasam seifa. Hashem Isbarach tells Adam Rishon, listen, Am Yisrael. Is, Hashem Isbarach tells Avram Avinu, Am Yisrael is going to go into exile. We all know we're going to go into exile. Hashem Isbarach could have sent us to Mamash, the lowest of the low places. Ah, where did he send us to? America, England. Mamash sent us to the spitz of the spitz places. So even though we're in exile, we, we, we are given a dignified existence. So so too, even though it says cursed, it's a shlichus. It's an invitation to us. I have to take this curse and I have to turn it into blessing. I have to metakin it using my shlichus, using my creativity, using interesting ways to upgrade my everyday normal to, normative living, living to live geschmack. Wow, it's a, it's a totally different way of you know looking at and looking at just the way we experience work. I remember a conversation I had with somebody about this, and afterwards he was just. You know, you just shared, and I'm sure this happens so many times, it's just a person could be like, how could it be that I didn't realize this? You know, how could it be that I spent so many hours, so many years of my life involved in something and not recognizing that this is an opportunity for Ruchnius? And and it's so interesting. I know we've spoken about this a lot, you know, in the world of trying to connect Torah and, and work and Torah and business, very often the language, I know we don't like saying it so much, but the language which is very much used is ethics, whatever that means, ethics. And of course, we have the realm of, of halacha, and we have the realm of where obviously people that are working and people have businesses need to act in a way which is the fi halacha when it comes to money, it comes to finances. But for so many people, that's actually where it ends, meaning the whole connection between Torah and work and money is basically be careful. Basically, make sure you don't mess up. Basically, make sure that you're honest. It's one big surmeira. And the, the, the danger of that, the danger of that is, is, is that that doesn't leave room for positive connection. That doesn't leave room for positive dveikas with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. While the truth is, is that obviously there's a surmeira and obviously we need to be very careful. But on some level, on some level, you know, if, if, if everything that we're doing at work is just trying to stay away from all the bad stuff, right, that itself could be a dangerous environment. But if we recognize that when we're going to the base measures, and like you said, when we're, when we're showing up at work, and we're showing up with this consciousness of the Baal Shem Tev, we're, we're showing up with this, with this consciousness of the, of the Tzaddikim. The world of Musa as well. Remind me, I'll tell you a story with Rabbi Yitzchak Rajinsky. Of course, yeah, we have to make sure to connect both of the worlds. But we recognize that this is an opportunity for us for Ruchnius at work. And Dafka, through recognizing those things that we enjoy and choosing to engage in them, whether or not we have the opportunity to do it most of the time, or whether or not we're that dancing clown, you know, in Shea Stadium, because 
we're not able to do it, but we're still going to be able to find a way to be able to connect. That is the pathway to Dveikus. That is the pathway for us to be developing our Ruchnius and connecting to Hashem in the workplace. And that is a big game changer for so many people. I remember by Rabbi Yitzchak Rudzinski, I once took a yid to Rabbi Yitzchak Rudzinski, Zichron Livracha. He was a Taira yid. He was talking about Sur Mirah. So by the Musavelt, by the Musavelt, it's Asetov, Chap the Sur Mirah, the Asetov, the Aveda of Asetov, by the Balsham Tov as well, by, by the teachings of Hasidus, it's Asetov as well as the Sur Mirah. No one's telling you not to think about the Sur Mirah. We need to know the darkness. We have to respect the darkness and give space to the darkness, knowing what to stay away from. And if we do choose, if a person does choose the Sur Mirah path, Ive. But we have to focus on Asetov. What do I want in life? Where do I want to go in life? And it should be, I want enjoyment. I want health. I want goodness. I want prosperity. The Asetov. So I took a yid to, to um, Rav Yitzchak Rudzinski, And Rav Yitzchak Rudzinski said to him, he, he works in business. And he does headhunting. And he has a number of companies. And, and uh, he asked for a bracha. He asked for a bracha from Rabbi Yitzchak Rudzinski, and Rabbi Yitzchak Rudzinski said to him, how many coffees do you buy your chevra? How many coffees? Do you buy them coffee? And he said, pardon? He says, do you buy them coffee? Do you make them feel good? Do you make them feel good? Because a person could work for you and they could do everything exactly how it should be. And they're not happy. They're not besimcha. But then a person can do everything that they need to do and their besimcha. They feel seen, they feel heard. <laughs> Completely different reality. Wow, that was on his mind. Completely yeah. different reality. And more than that, this year did it. And he upped his business in a tremendous way. He used to walk in with uh, coffees <laughs> and he learned how each one liked their coffee, tea, whatever it was. But he came in and he was machazik them. He would come in and he says, today is funny hats day. Funny hats day. And they came in a funny hat, and people were happier, people w w were healthier, and they upgraded. They, the, the business went further up, so it shows our emotional state impacts tremendously, impacts tremendously. And, and he mamash, you know, we start our meetings. Why do we do what we do? We don't do it enough, Rabbi we have to do it more. Okay, Rabbi as well, we have to do it more. Why do we do our whys? Our wise, what is our why? That we want to machazik ourselves. We want to machazik Am Yisrael. Why are we doing this? Because we care and love other people as well as ourselves. And the more that we can machazik Am Yisrael, the more that Am Yisrael could be living b'deveikas b'emunah v'bitachon and they experience v'hafta l'recha kamoicha and they could experience giving that I could be of service. Look at this, I'm at work now. Every moment is an opportunity to express Godlight into the world. Every opportunity is uh, the, the every opportunity. Every moment is an opportunity to be a giver and to, and to notice the other person. Think about how the world would be. Wow. The world, the workplace is much bigger than the learning place. Many opportunities. Somebody, wow. somebody in our chabura who works in Tel Aviv. Yeah. All the story mm -hmm. he tells, he works, he works, and he's constantly being of service, being mechazek, and he inspires people from Yid, and they see him, ah, oh, can I help you in this? And he's inspiring people. Right, and I think, I think part of that ability to be able to inspire somebody, you know, especially if you're a from person who's working in an office with non-from people, right, and, and this was actually the context of the conference that I went to speak at, was about inspiring and how to be able to be, 
Kiruv and how to be able to bring people close. So the point really I was trying to drive home is, is that if you want to be able to inspire and show somebody who's not religious and try to be able to show him the beauty of being religious, you know one of the ways the best the way that you can do that? Love what you do. Yeah. Just be happy That's in right. your job. Thrive in what you do and show a dugma, right, that from, from a Jewish perspective and from the Torah perspective, it's not just, it's not just, yeah, let's make people happy because it's going to drive productivity, which the studies are showing and really managers are starting to change their whole entire mindsets of how to be able to run HR because they're recognizing, hey, we see studies show if people are happy, they're more productive. But from a Jewish perspective and from a Torah perspective, that's an MS and that's true. But Hashem wants us to be happy because first and foremost, first and foremost, as we always say here, Hashem loves us and He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be fulfilled. And as we know, Simcha and Dveikas come hand in hand. And the more happy that we are and the more that we're creative we are to be able to find ways to, yes, enjoy your day at work today. Whatever you're doing, that is the pathway for you to be able to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. give you a bracha, me a bracha, that's all a bracha, that we should be matzliach in enjoying what we do at work. Amen va'amen. Baruch Hashem shkayach.